Back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. It's Optimistic Tuesday. Screw it. I'm back in. All the way. Let's do it. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685. Starter Heyman text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We want to hear from you. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Give us a follow. Give us a share. We appreciate every single one of you. Great interaction from the text line today, Strick. Wanted to make sure to give a shout out. They were uh, they were on fire today. It was, <laughs> it was funny, man. It's always great to hear from you guys. I love the support, y'all. Y'all, y'all, they, they, y'all, they were supporting great. for yeah. Stricky. Yeah. They were supporting Stricky to win the game. I appreciate it. Uh, they were they were they had your back uh, for right or for oh, wrong. I, I wasn't on the same page in that one. Uh, but we're gonna have a little crossover action as we always do around this time. We're going to bring him in, Jay Foreman, the other Husker Hall of Famer. I'm the odd man out in this one. Jay, what's going on? Oh, you're right. I, need, <laughs> I, I was like, dang, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying no. to mute you out, dog. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm used to just me, the two of us, Strick. With the okie doke. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? How Not much, man. A lot of things popping. There's a lot of things. A lot of things popping. We were just talking Steve Nash gets gets fired. Mutually, you know that was coming in the offseason. Oh, Kevin Durant. Then you got your boy... The um, Doka, Doka, the Slayer. You just call him the Slayer. He's slaying <laughs> owners. Every anybody's on the table for him. They can get it. Get it. <laughs> they gonna mess around. And end up in six feet deep. He keeps crossing the wrong cat. Um, you got the thing with uh, Arizona State. It reached out to Mickey Joseph. You know that that's been conf- confirmed. Oh wow. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. not. I'm not fighting that if I'm Mickey. Oh no. I'm not fighting that. Oh, when, oh! When they call me and they, if they if they send a contract, I'm walking right in the office. Like, what's happening? We're gonna find yeah, it. What's up? Time kickoff. Right? We're gonna know something. Uh, real talk. I mean, look, Ace, th- that is not a bad place. If you gonna, it's right. For look, the, it's right for the. Picking. It's right for the picking. Yeah. It's in a down for me. You've got UCLA, USC leaving. It's right for the picking. It's right for the picking to you know, go in there and, and make you, it happen. And you know, Washington are probably gonna leave in Oregon. I'd be the king. You'd be the king up there, and then uh, yeah. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I got you know Mickey had his press conference today. Got you know no update on Casey and Chubb and uh, some others. And, and Logan had you know fifty fifty and in the Minnesota week. I watched Minnesota again last week against Rutgers. Um, what you see? The Minnesota's Minnesota. I mean, that's I think, what they do. Yeah, I think what they're gonna do is I think if we win first and second down, we win the game defensively. If we win the first and make second it, down, make it long. Okay, we win again the because they're they're mm-hmm. explosive receiver. But they got three really good. They got one special back. Potts is really good. He's going to end up being you know the next guy, and then they have another back that's really good. So they got three backs. They run a kind of a gap system. Um, good, you know, well coached offensive line, tight splits, and just kind of make you dig them out and 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 figure out you know where you fit in defensively. They're active. I envision that what they would do against us to try to stack it up the run and then try to bring some house, you know, bring the blitz against us and see how we react to try we, to get us off the field and third down. They tackle pretty decent in the open field. Well, quick question. Stop right there because yeah. I want you to continue. But one of the things we struggle with 
are they are they a slanting type of front or do they stunt with with because we struggle with anything stunting Any guys movement, running yeah they do a little bit of both but I imagine since you said like you said you know you watch the game just like anybody else that if we struggle with movement some you know we T-E- struggle T-E stunts yeah. TT stunts yeah. or whatever or kind of like a delayed blitz you know yeah. wraparounds yeah but I think you know to be honest with you uh you know it, it'll be something that they they'll be prepared for now. I think Nebraska has a distinct advantage uh, against their second level. Okay. You know, I like our matchup, our tight ends, running mm. backs, slot receivers, or whatever. But you know, they they you know Minnesota on the sneak has always had decent defensive backs. You know, um, gave up two big plays on defense, and Noah Vedra threw a bonehead interception. They end up scoring two plays later, then the game was pretty much over. Rutgers' offense isn't nearly as good as Nebraska's, even with Chubba Purdy or or Logan Smothers in there. So. But Rutgers had times where they had ran the ball effectively. Mm. And you see, if you go back and watch Penn State against them, Penn State ran the ball effectively and beat them with explosive plays. Then conversely, stacked the lineup and played well you know, against the run first. Try and me. Down. Mm-hmm. And then they, they were able to really you know, tee off. And so um, – you know, it's a game that's gettable. You got to, you know, you just going to be, you know, you got to grind this game out. You got to go out there and play well, and, and it's a, it's a tremendous opportunity for them. We we can't we we can't. Oh, station. We're ID. good for that. We're doing station. ID. Yeah. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com on the internet. KNTK FM Firth ninety three seven. The ticket. One of the things we can't do, big fella, is turn that ball over the way the big we did. Fella. Four turnovers, no, you, no, can't you can't beat nobody. Yeah, you're not going to beat anybody turning the ball Full over turnovers. like that. So, we obviously, ball security has got to be the utmost. And um, and I'd like to see if we can, you know, force some turnovers. I think if you if we if we can pause, play, play pause. <laughs> I don't even want you to talk no more. Listen, here's what I see. And I, I want you yeah, to spit, talk. Spit the ism. Let me hear what you <laughs> he see. Strick's been wild. Yo, let me hear what you see. He's been hot. Jay, we get in scrums. And we just be <laughs> just just kind of trying to get the guy on the ground. Why are we in there digging yeah. like other teams do on us? You know, the one play that where uh, they had a long run last week and they and somebody stripped the ball, you know, and we were like, we didn't get down there. We should have got down there and got the ball. Yo. Yeah, we got we to be a little bit more aggressive. I think they did a good job last week of gang tackling. Now let's take it a, a step further. And punch some balls out. So, yeah. You know I mean? and, and, it's but like also, no action. You know, we got to, you know, we missed a couple layups sacks last week. So then that puts them in third and, you know, long and, or longer. And then when we can really do some stuff. So it kind of all kind of goes together. Mm-hmm. But so I think if, it, you know, we got to play better team defense, better team offense, and we'll be, you know, A-OK. It's a tough – look, they're a well-coached team. Uh, you know, three weeks ago they were the, you know, the – the, yeah. the, the you know the, the bell cow yeah mm-hmm. and then they you know had the injury bug you know the yep. the law firm Ottman Bell's out he's their big time receiver he's out for the season they really haven't um recovered as far as explosiveness from their you know wide receiver but they got two tight ends one's a former basketball player so you got jack him up man he tries to he's one of them dudes he likes to push little defensive backs after the play. So you got you got you got tighten him up right mm-hmm. from the get go, elbows I mean, to the chest yeah, and chin, chin right check right, right him right a couple times. As soon times. as he comes and what usually happens, he comes in motion. I he like tries to, He tries to hit you know either dig out an outside linebacker or whatever kick out block, mm-hmm. and then they try to crease you right there between the tight end mm-hmm. tackle spot. 
you got to come because, down on so him. So well, you got to know who you know who's that other person outside of you, and then you got to be able to count. Are you in? Are you outside of two? Are you inside of the two? Are you outside of three? So forth and so on. You got to do it as this dude's coming. Then they'll hit you with like a ghost block to the flat, but that's you, you can't get confused by that if you got somebody out there that can cover it. So mm-hmm. they test your principles just like yeah, always. test your principles. But you know, at the end of the day, I think if they they play well, you, you know, you'll you'll be fine. Here's what I saw in the Illinois game that just just an observation. Um, we were stopping them. Right, mm-hmm. we had early gap, early lane integrity on the defense, and they they didn't have creases. Mm-hmm. Great coaching by Illinois, because what Illinois I believe told their running backs, because I saw it not just out of Chase, I saw it out of their backups too, was patience. They were like, oh, they can do this quick, but they can't. They can't hold their integrity. Just be a little patient, right. be a little slower, and then hit it. It yeah. was like that's what they started to do yeah, as they got into the second half. Yeah, that's how Minnesota runs, and, but that's how they run. That's how their offensive scheme and blocking scheme is. That's when you have two running backs. I mean, you're, you you got two of the best in the league going back-to-back. I think it works to Nebraska's advantage that you were able to face Chase Brown the, the way week prior. Mm-hmm. Somewhat of the same blocking scheme, so you kind of have, you know, some tread on the tire that you, you, you faced it. And so – um. Yeah, you got to be patient, you, but you we got to dominate the line. line we got to win the line of scrimmage, and our defensive line has got to run through these cats. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And uh, and and get in there. Don't play on an edge. You know, play. You know, to whatever side you you know gap you need to play. Own it. Square pads, and then when when they come, we got to gang tackle this dude. Jay, how many points? Then because we're talking a lot about the defense here. How many points do you think Nebraska needs to score to get a win in this one? Like, realistically, if Nebraska scores X amount of points, do you think they have a good shot at winning this game? I think if they score 24 points. Okay. Mm. Um, no, obviously, playing well. They, right. Go, go right. And got to right. manage the, the time of possession. Because yeah. there can't yeah. be no double up Because I would have said the possession. same for Illinois, too, and that would have put you right in the thick of it. Right. So I, I mean, think, you got to yeah. think, when Chubba threw that interception and, and you were certainly within field goal field range, goal range. Yep. that's a one-score game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The same thing happened yep. with Minnesota against Rutgers. You know, they – Norvedral. They were driving. Yeah. Pick, big return. Now and still in, so you might go down, say at the worst case, fourteen to three. Now you're down twenty one nothing. It's pretty much you have you ever played PlayStation, it's reset. Yeah. because right. Rutgers isn't Yeah, they're not that guy. Yeah, they're yeah. not that and yeah. Rutgers was trying to do and this is the thing about Rutgers, and this is where if I'm Nebraska, it gives me confidence. So Noah and um Brown, so Brown, the receiver or running back last week, run for it, ran for like 140 yards. I don't even think he got like more than two or three carries, or even at all. So then they came into this game and ran like they had Noah, and then kind of had a dual threat quarterback that they just got ready. Then they they just came with a whole different game plan. Yeah. So then they they were pretty much played into Minnesota's hands. You you come up there against a good defense, and you you're not doing what won you the game last week. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe it might have been some. You know, off the field, so, but I doubt it. He's either true freshman, and, they, and people have been because through the work I do in the Big Ten, people have been asking for Brown, right? Um, and then they got him to a tune of one fifty, and then he don't play. So I think uh, Nebraska, if they kind of, you know, this week, I envision Whipple and the offensive coaches will have a good game plan, regardless of Casey plays. But if Chuba plays or starts, I'm assuming Chuba would be starting. That he will look a lot better. He has to, and then uh, also for Logan as well. So then you would expect the offense to be 
um, a better looking offense than it was in the second half. And then conversely, defense, defense, we got to play. You know, we played the run decent enough last week. We can play better, right? And and we need to play better this week because I think, um, as far as like you know, Illinois had you know I think Isaiah Williams or you know Juice Williams is his nickname is a maybe first or second. Well, probably second team when you consider Ohio State has like eight receivers. But he's a he's an all Big Ten type of you know playmaker, whereas Minnesota doesn't have that. That guy's out for the season. Mm-hmm. And now they have capable receivers. They got um, Brevin Spanford. He's their tight end, right? So that's the dude. So right there, he's your he's their leading receiver. Yeah, he, he got twenty seven catches. That's play action. That's right. play action. But that's only twenty. Yeah. That's only twenty seven catches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they then, running downhill right. through your throat, and then they throwing it right to the you know, and and Chris Ottman Bell is their fourth leading receiver, and he had 11 catches. So that lets you know they really ain't throwing the Mm-mm. ball. So when you look at their their running back, you know, they got a 1,000-yard rusher, rusher and Muhammad. Potts is at pretty much close to 400. Bryce Williams at, you know, two, 230 pretty much. So, they, I mean, they heavy run, heavy run, clock, clock, clock. Mm-hmm. And then Tanner Morgan has been okay, but he hasn't been dominant. So then, therefore, you feel like if we can make him pass, we can get some stuff going on because you can you can play those. Guys That's why you man-to-man. first and second down is important. It's huge, yeah. Because to get them in third and five plus. Mm-hmm. I like us to win more third downs than that. Third and two. That's kind of right. Yeah, That's yeah, right it's in their zone. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got to play really well on first and second down, um, and that's not just selling out against the run, but being able to stop even if they throw. Um, play action passes, little things to the flat. We got to tackle well, not let any uh, yards after contact happen. We're going to take a break, and I'm, I'm going to stay around probably for until the hour, hang okay. out with y'all if that's okay. Right, yeah, I can hang cool. on old yeah, school yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, the reason is because that was a unique difference that I saw between Illinois and what we did. Because if it was a catch, if it was second level, there was a tackle being made. Yeah. They were on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? As yeah. soon as you caught the ball, bam, you're on the ground. Right, and that's the way Minnesota likes to play especially if they feel like they got you cornered. And that's the way they played against Rutgers. But I think if you work – I think our tight end is better than Rutgers' tight end. And I feel like our running oh, yeah. backs are better, are better than Rutgers. Yeah. So then, therefore, we're going to put more stress on them. Yeah. So then – but we got to – you know, we can't take a step back from the step forward that we made as an offensive line last week. Cool. Right. We got to tell you, that's it for us. Old school is going to be next. I'm going to hang out and just chop it up with Jay. I just love the wisdom that comes out of – the words that is coming out of his mouth. 93.7 The Ticket. We got to go bye-bye for a minute. We'll see you tomorrow on the block. Peace.